Youch. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, anyway, uh yeah, the show came along at a time I think when TV was like like The Walking Dead had been on for like fucking it just it was ass cheeks. Breaking Bad was over. You know, or damn near over. Um Yeah. TV just TV just sucked really bad, so when True Detective season 1 hit, it was like, what the fuck is this? You hadn't had a show like that since maybe like The Sopranos or something or just something that equally is captivating or whatever. Like, I've been watching the fourth season, and I, I, I get why people are, like, clowning on it or whatever. I think it's fine. Like, it's fine or whatever. But um, I think I'm wondering the same thing as anybody else, you know. Where the hell did all these Indians come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's uh, – I tried to watch season four, but I was also looking at my phone at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that didn't help. I don't think I right. gave it that fair of a run. I also didn't like it. I liked the first few minutes, but then once it got into dialogue, I don't know what mm. it was something about. It. Maybe it was just kind of slow paced at the beginning. It stays that way. That's it was kind. Yeah. It was hard for me to find like give a fuck about the characters. I and yeah, I, it's yeah, not because yeah. it's not because they're women. It's not because I don't already know the actors. It's just um, a lot of the the. It seems like a lot of the interactions are on the real um, emotional side. Well, they're like three episodes yeah, up front, in. and I, you know, it's just people I don't. Um, I feel like I'm just getting. I don't know how to put this. I feel like everything they say, I know in a show. You know, in the first episode, basically everything's exposition. But it's so blatantly so in the dialogue, it seemed like. That, yeah. Um, that it just, I don't know. And I think it, it didn't help that I'd already seen negative stuff. But I was hoping to, as a hater by nature, enjoy the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, yeah. Since people had said it was bad. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm giving a review of like not even a full episode. Yeah. So that's not really fair to the show, right? Right. But um, I've been yeah. watching all three. I, I don't know. Like a lot of people's complaints, I think are valid, but also like, I I I really hate when people. One thing I will give the show is this: is is that everybody, and I understand why, people will criticize it in other seasons of True Detective, because they will literally be like, "This doesn't feel like the first season." And I want to grab people by the shoulders and be like, moments in time are fleeting. Do you understand? Like, nostalgia is a fucking death trap. It's pit in the ground. Oh, this season doesn't make me feel like I did in 2014 when Woody Harrelson smoked a cigarette. Yeah, of course it doesn't, man, because that time doesn't exist anymore. It's not... Even if they made a show that was just as good, like, somehow scientifically, like, just cranked out a show... With the pacing and the fucking aesthetics and the directing and the cinematography and the acting, blah, 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 blah. You'd probably still not think it was as good because that is the watermark in your brain and that was 10 years ago. You can't get that moment back in time. It's the reason, like, like when people, um, like, the reason people make reboots, it, I, 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 despi- I, I think they're stupid. Like, oh, what if, uh, what if, what if Spider-Man... Uh, had a different type of girlfriend. 
okay, like we there's been 900 Spider-Mans. Like you're never gonna be Toby, you're never gonna be 12 years old watching Tobey Maguire do a backflip again. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, it, like if if they had made four seasons of True Detective with the original cast, everybody would be like, dude, why is Woody Harrelson? Matthew McConaughey still doing fucking True Detective. Yeah, right. Or the or like one of the seasons would have been really shitty, and then HBO would have axed yeah. it. It's you know it yeah it. And then I well also I just don't think people can be happy because then you get shit like Breaking Bad where it ends. It's all wrapped up in a little bow, and people are like Gah! until Vince Gilligan is like, fine, fuck. Here's a fucking movie with Aaron Paul. He's driving a car around, and you get to see all your friends, your familiar friends. And your their faces, you know, or whatever. They did the same thing with Sopranos. Tony Soprano as boy, want to watch it? Fuck no, that shit sucked. It was ass cheeks. Just let shit. People can't be happy. They want shit to go until it sucks, and so they can be like, it sucks. But if something just is and stands on its own legs and stays there, people are like, I want to feel that way again. I want to have it be like it was. And it's like, dude, just fucking watch the show and then go. Make a pizza or something. Go eat yeah. a fucking sandwich. Like, you know, I understand that we are very attached. We're all very attached to our shows. You know, I get it. But like, there will be new shows. Yeah. Like, honestly, TV TV's not too bad. Again, Severance has been good. Yeah, Yellow Jackets has been pretty solid. Um, there's some good shit. But as I was saying before we started recording, I think one of the reasons True Detective was it. When a show comes out, when something comes out that isn't dog shit. People, like, go nuts, you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, it doesn't suck dick or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I've actually been working on a new season of True Detective just okay. by myself. And it's okay. got Rust Cole, um, and it's got Woody Harrelson, okay. Marty, and it's also okay. got me in there. Oh, okay. And what, what are you doing in the show? I'm playing myself in the show. You're playing Thomas. Okay. So there's, like, yeah, a Dallas uh, mystery, Fort Worth mystery? No, it's basically set in season one. But I've written okay. the dialogue as well as the plot line. The plot line is the same, except I am involved. Okay, so... And I have to wear a leather jacket. <laughs> show The whole show. I'm okay, a leather okay. jacket. I'm in every scene. Okay. The worst scene, I would say, was... Um, I had to be in all the sex scenes, but I didn't have sex in the show because I didn't want to change the plot too much mm-hmm. to where I was having sex with people. So I'm... Um, you know, in like hotels, how they have like that chair that's off to the side, the cuck chair. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of in there looking at my phone during all those scenes. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that kind of, I will say it didn't make sense for some of the scenes, you know, like a mm. man's cheating on his wife, um, with a girl, you know, where it's questionable or whatever. And I'm just <laughs> looking at my phone. Um, and, but I rewrote a lot of stuff that. Russ Cole said to be stuff that I would say more likely, but then I'm okay. I would just I just word it. I don't. It doesn't come out of my mouth, so it's still him saying it. Oh, okay. yeah. But I'll say like, I'll have him say like, "Times a piece of crap, Marty. Sometimes it circles the drain, and when you flush it, it comes back out like a turd." Mm, okay. And I'm, sometimes that turd is part of a cheese sandwich. Cheese turd, butthole, crap. Right, right. And then Marty, you turn to Marty, and it'll also be something I would say. Yeah. And he'd say, you do, "Are you seriously a, a fucking piece of shit?" 
Are you are you fucking my ass? <laughs> and it's gonna be a really good show, mm-hmm. but the budget's gonna be fifty million dollars. Um, okay. I figure one million dollars for Matthew McConaughey, one million dollars for Woody Harrelson, and forty-eight million dollars for me. That's not a bad deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And then the, everybody else will come do it for free. I bet. Yeah, yeah. The cinematographer, the director. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, light guys, key grips. They would all for sure, yeah. man. That, yeah, I would love to be in it if you have room. Uh, I would like to play the crazy yeah. old black lady that's like, you know, Cacosa. I want to be her. Uh, you know, him who eats time. That would be cool if I could be that lady. Like they go to visit. They're like, oh, this guy knows about voodoo. And you think it's just going to be like, you know, they're in Beaumont. It's like a soulful old black lady. But they open the door and I'm just like smoking Delta 8 <laughs> like in my apartment. And I was like, do you know anything about the voodoo stuff around here in Louisiana? Yeah, yeah. It's like a cup. Like, you got some sticks. Um, there's like a guy out there. He like has sex with kids. Oh, he's super oh, yeah. mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a maid in the 50s. Yep. That was me. <laughs> You work for you work for the Tuttle family, right? Yeah, yeah. I was a baby. Uh, they uh, took pictures on me and stuff. They dressed me up like an elf. Um, yep. They didn't do nothing weird. To me. I know the dude with the scars because he uh, he got his shit fucked up by a dude. I think. Yeah, they used to call him little nuts. He's super inbred, so his penis and his balls are all they look like a uh, they look like a, a cutie tangerine, and. Uh, yeah, so you don't want to go over there. That guy's a real piece of shit. Uh, you guys look kind of frail. Uh, he's inbred to the point where he's a big son bitch, and uh, he like whispers and stuff. And he's got like I think maybe he might be magic. Uh, he's got like a portal in there. Uh, <laughs> he fucks his sister, which is like straight up not cool. <laughs> like, just take all of the gravity out of the scene, like completely, like all of the mysticism. Yo, so I'll tell you everything. So <laughs> it it just. The story ends with the dude who works at the mechanic shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So far as I know, it's this dude. I'll give you the address, but he's <laughs> like my friend. Two. Yeah. So far as I know, yeah. So here he is. He is currently my apprentice. I got him doing oil changes right now. He also, on his side, he has mentioned killing and eating uh, baby girls, which I probably <laughs> should have mentioned earlier. <laughs> and by baby girls, I thought he meant the beloved Louisiana candy, baby girls. As it's it turns a, out, it's, it's a it's a pink, uh, peanut, brittle candy, baby girls that we eat around here. And I thought when he said I'm gonna go home and kill a dozen baby girls, I thought, <laughs> oh, he got a bulk package from Amazon. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna open it and he's gonna eat all the candy and probably get a huge sugar rush out of it. <laughs> And as it turns out, that was not the case at all. In fact, my apprentice here, I should have known by the fact that he drinks transmission fluid out of a stainless <laughs> mug. But there seems to be something deeply unsettled with this boss. In yeah. that in that scene where it's like real intense and Matthew McConaughey's chasing him through that tunnel with all the trees and stuff. And he's got the, he's like, come die with me, little priest. So he gets up there and the, the guy's like, hey, hey, um, I'm a pedophile. <laughs> I'm a pedophile and I eat kids. Um, Dude, I wish he, I wish he talked like Foghorn Leghorn. Well, I do declare this detective here is chasing me through these big, this big grove of. Oh, you done caught me in my lair, my skull and bones lair with this here portal to the universe. <laughs> Be a real shame if I 
killed you. And It'll everybody shame you if know. I st- 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 stabbed you in your belly with this here hunting knife. Oh, Lord. Oh, please don't harm me and my beautiful sexy sister here in these <laughs> woods. Ain't nothing going on. Don't check the shed. That's where I keep my lawnmower. <laughs> ain't no kids in there. I do promise you that. I t- oh, As Lord. the God's honest truth, ain't no babies in there. These are some decorative corpses I got here. <laughs> some decorative is, I got child a, skeletons. This house used to be a, a spirit Halloween, you understand me? <laughs> a very realistic. This was the first... Uh, the Spirit Halloween location, but it was too remote. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> you're, looking, you're not looking at a whole pile of uh, uh, toddler bones. You're looking at the first, the first Spirit Halloween in beautiful Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. I can't believe you found my lair when it's such a mess. I apologize. I'll sweep up some of these child bones. <laughs> He's like very embarrassed. He's like, oh not- God, <laughs> I don't get out much. I except to eat and kill children, <laughs> run trains on babies. <laughs> oh, I'm shy. That's why I, I only kill children. Let me ask you a question. Your name Marty. Marty, did you happen to see the video that me and the boys made? Yeah, it was fucked up. I have a question for you, Marty. Do you think I look handsome in my raccoon mask? Because everybody makes fun of me. They got a cool animal like a bull or perhaps an eagle. I got the raccoon, and I had that do unspeakable acts of sexual deviancy to the girl in a in a raccoon mask. And after everybody made fun of me, they said I was the loser of the cult. Apparently, eyewitness accounts have been calling me the fat ass of the group, <laughs> even though I have lost weight and others have gained weight since the incident. <laughs> I have not... Participated in a ritualistic gang rape in over 30 years, and yet I'm still considered the fattest child rapist in this here southern Louisiana. Riddle me that, detective. People don't call me uh, the Ella King because it's it sounds creepy and perhaps would be a cool nickname to give somebody who what heads a coat. They call me the Yellow King on account of my jaundice and the count of that I am rather fat. And due to my love of pastels. <laughs> I love I love wearing a bright yellow zoot suit and kidnapping children from religious universities and schools. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, Childress. Something Childress. Yeah, he was the... Whenever I Mr. see him... Mr. Mr. Detective, you seen this here Angel Reese gal at LSU? <laughs> that girl sure can ball. Yeah, it's she's like, no, she's no Caitlin Clark, but I think she's got spirit. There's absolutely no suspense. It's just like uh, they like, and that the body they find with the spiral on it and the antlers. He's like ten yards out, like off camera, but he's like, "Hey, uh, don't touch her yet. I, I was, I like to leave him just for a little while, you know, let him get a little bit of bugs on him." Marty's him- looking up at the Marty's looking up at the spiral or whatever, and then the guy just comes up and fucks him, <laughs> and then Marty runs up, and then they all three of them start fucking and sucking out in the den. That was Nick Pizzolatto's original script, uh, but I, I remember he had said that HBO Max, HBO at the time, would not they wouldn't they wouldn't sign off on it. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know that's the way. That big old that big old roller pin dick. <laughs> I love I love the, the that line where he's like, uh, you know, any type of detective can be, you know, blah blah blah, or an incompetent shit heel. And the detective's like, what kind of you? He's like, oh, just a regular ass guy. 
with a big ass dick. I was like, that didn't. I remember watching that scene and being like, that didn't hit. Was that supposed to be a joke? Like he's describing what type of detective he thought Rust was, which was you know like a brainiac or whatever. And he's like, me? Oh, you know, I wasn't too much of a thinker. I just have a huge penis. <laughs> like it did. It took me out of like the suspense of introducing the characters. I understand that like that's what he is or what he was. You know, like just a fucking sex maniac, but. I hated that line so fucking much. It was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a regular old detective with a wet-ass, tight pussy. <laughs> That's, what if they say that in episode four? I'm watching <laughs> next Sunday. Jodie Foster's like, oh, you know, I'm a... Oh, you know, Callie, she's uh, she's more of a brawler. But me, I'm just a regular lady detective uh, with a tight, wet-ass... <laughs> with a nasty, you know... Disgusting cooter type deal, you know. <laughs> Whatever girls have. Whatever girls have. I'm Jody Foster. Sometimes. Some guy tried to kill Ronald Reagan because of me, you know. Uh, it's crazy that they let her. I guess she didn't do it. Yeah. Anymore. You know how a teenager has to be for you to do that? It's crazy. <laughs> it's funny that they wasn't let him. She like, wasn't she like 15 when that happened? Yeah, she. and I think in the movie. He's she canceled. John Hinckley Jr. <laughs> John Hinckley Jr. I'm not going to your concert anymore. He uh he like got on Twitter and started making folk music, which is so dope. Cause he was like legitimately insane, so they, I guess they they let him go, and he was like uh, he, he was put, in there for quite a while. Yeah, well, basically yeah. since he domed the fucking Presidente with a yeah, I guess <laughs> shitty ass gun or whatever the fuck. Um, he pulled up with that blicky, dude. It, <laughs> Yeah, the gun sucked. He, like, clipped... I think he clipped Reagan in the chest or the head, I forget, and Reagan lived. Which, like... Yeah, I think he got him in the ribs or something. Yeah, fucked it. Yeah, that's just a real real shame that John didn't get the job done. Yeah. Uh, I would have probably used a ninja throwing star on Ronald Reagan. Cut his carotid artery, and it would have boomeranged back to me, and I would have licked the blood off, and I would have said, Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> What do you think of that? Uh, you can't prove that I. You can't prove that it wouldn't have worked because fifty years ago I would have been an entirely different man. I wouldn't be a podcaster. I would probably still be a construction worker. But. Yeah, you'd probably just be like a racist construction worker. You know, just just yeah. by nature of you know. Is it illegal? You think like if <clears throat> think of like a like a shooter type situation, but nobody dies. But like, if I can draw a bead on the president with a Nerf gun. And then I fucking, like, hit his ass with it. And it's just a goof. Like, it's a Nerf gun, you know? So, like, they can't take me to jail or kill me or lethally inject me for attempting No, they murder. would definitely do, like, they would definitely do, like, an assault charge or something. For sure, you. yeah. But just just, just being to, like, I could have got you. You know what I mean? Like, hee-hee, I could have fucking got you. Yeah. Like, that type of deal. Or but, you just, like, throw cum on him, but you don't, it's not even yours, so it's not even a legal. Don't know why you have to. I was just thinking, like... No, like, because then it would, like, stain his clothes. Or make them, like, dry. Yeah, make you just, like, you crinkle, throw a paper plane at him. You know? Just yeah, like you, a, like, you, like, throw, like... Piss on spit, him. Spit. Like yeah. a, you throw a guy's spit on his face, but it's not yours. And you say, my bad, I thought that was water, and I thought you were on fire. Oops. <laughs> and then you go, you just shrug real big, and you go, oopsie. And then you walk off. And social security guards, they go, what the what? I feel like you, I feel like if you, 
Like if you and they are called social security guards, by the way. <laughs> I just got that. Like right when I was <laughs> yeah, hey, we're s- social. We're social security. They're like ninety eight years old. <laughs> Get on the ground. <laughs> Get on the ground. Yeah, I'm a social security guard. Yeah, I'm seventy eight years old, four hundred fifty pounds. Fat as shit. Uh, I protect. Yeah, that's the who we're gonna have protecting the damn White House pretty soon with all the octogenarians. In that motherfucker. Did you see that that uh, the the next game plan for the Biden guys is to try to get Taylor Swift to endorse him? And I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to suck to be that famous. You know, like to, to be as a president or no, as, as, as Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Like, I think it's awesome. Um, I think she could have she could have child slaves if she wanted to. Probably, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, she could. I mean. I, I, that's not the main perk that I would imbibe, you know, enjoy um, if I were ultra wealthy. I would probably, uh, I would probably make myself a NASCAR driver. Yeah, I'd probably drive a lot of fast cars. I'd be the worst one. No, I'd say, hey, I want to be one of the drivers oh. in NASCAR. <laughs> You're How much money do I have to pay for that to happen? They'd say like half a billion dollars. <laughs> and I'd say, okay, all right, that's what yeah. I do now. Yeah. Am I going to win prizes? And they say, probably not. No, you're, you have to you're win probably going to get so serious. Say, Do you know how to drive a stick shift that goes 280 miles an hour? <laughs> I'm going to need one of these with a real door on it. Do you, have I, a, do you have an Because I'm, ch- I'm chubby and these other drivers are not. So you're going to need to make one. Is it cool? I'm cool with doing like 120. Is it cool if I just do like 100? And you, you guys can do 280, 290. I know you guys like to go that fast. I'm scared though, so I might have to do like a hundred. We do need to put a sound system in this thing. Yeah, I'm, and at yeah. least a cup holder, and yeah. a recliner. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna need to drive this fucker like seven deep. Now I'm not talking blackout, but I am talking like I shouldn't. You know, one of those days where like you're like, ah, I want to put the keys in this ignition and I'm gonna start this car and I'm gonna drive it. I can probably make it home. The operative word being probably because I'm not blackout drunk, which is good. It's that, so good to not be blackout drunk. When you're driving? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so much easier. Yeah, it's funny that for a long time that was the line, at least for me, where I was like, yeah, I won't drive blackout. But, like, there yeah, are... Yeah, s- it's like if you do drive blackout drunk, you, truly blackout, you don't know, which yeah. makes you innocent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I li- I said that. Those words left my mouth, and I just straight lying because... There have 100% been times when I've woken up in my own bed. I didn't take an Uber to any bar, to or from. Keys on the windowsill, wallet there, debit card out on the floor, phone on the floor. You know? And you're like... I feel like I've only actually blacked out a few times. And it was when I would do... Um, benzos and so then it's like well yeah you're gonna blow yeah it's a, it's a it's a hard drive wiper yeah. yeah yeah and then and then also a couple other times but I, I had a habit of just falling asleep sometimes sometimes I'd be like wow I blacked out and then I'd be like no you went to bed at 8 p.m. because you were drinking all day and then when you weren't drinking anymore you were asleep in your friend's lawn chair I would black out constantly because of benzodiazepines, yeah. yes, but also because at least for we a ch- get you back on those for a t- 
a chunk of time there. Yeah, if we hit a certain, if we hit a thousand patrons this month, Jake has to relapse. Well, I like you know no. <laughs> like I, I lay out like a contingency plan where I'm like, how much money would I hypothetically have to make off no, this show? You shouldn't. And then you, because whatever uh, mark that would be, as soon as we hit it, and you did that, then it would be all down. Oh yeah, like if we made like ten grand a month, and I, and I was like, yeah, no, I don't. It's safe. I don't have to have a real job anymore. You know, I'm a podcast. Your fiance is like, oh, sure. Yeah, Ashley's like, a hundred. Sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, th- this was Thomas's idea. We're super good friends after this, and I'm really gonna like it when he comes over. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> made this plan for you guys. Great. Yeah, yeah. Of course. No. And what's uh, he going to be doing? Oh, he's going to take your share so he can uh, invest it? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And and you, what happens next with you? Oh, you have to, your life falls apart and you quit the show. Okay, yeah, no, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, I, um, I think a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people are supposed to be sober for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of other people, you know, they get, you know, it's kind of like gambling, where a lot of people are about to hit a breakthrough, I think, with their addictions, uh-huh. and they stop right before they do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, if they smoked meth one more time, they could climb all the way to the top of that pine tree, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But instead, they stop practicing. They stop smoking meth. They start They start being a cashier again, mm-hmm. doing human shit, mm-hmm. and that's not, you know, maybe, you're, maybe you were... Awesome at doing cocaine and awesome at writing the first page of a of a screenplay, mm-hmm. and now you fucking sell insurance, you know. And now that screenplay is never going to get restarted every two weeks. <laughs> you know, you used to sleep super good because you did heroin all the time, and now <laughs> now you only you sleep like eight hours a night. Yeah, you used of to sleep seventeen hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I was hanging out with a buddy the other day, and he uh, he's been getting into shape, and we don't see each other very much. And I, dude, I don't think I'd seen him in like, dude, like two or three years, uh, maybe longer. And he was like, "Dude, you look great. Like, how much weight have you lost?" And I was like, "I don't know, close to a hundred pounds, I guess, since the last we saw each other." And he was like, uh, "You know, we talked about that." And like then later on, he offered me a bump, and I was like, "Oh no, man, I I quit that a long time ago." And he was like, "Really?" He was like, I thought, I almost figured that's how you did it. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you were like a really fat cokehead. <laughs> he's like, he's like, weren't you like two seventy? Like, yeah. He's like, you were doing a lot of blow. Like, how'd you make that work? And I was like, what, being a fat cokehead? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, doing cocaine and eating chicken wings. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's not Tom, dude, dude. Chris Farley did it super good. Like, he made it happen. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that was what I think my breakthrough was, was like for a while I was cokehead skinny and I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like the SSRIs too, but like 2017, I just gained like 10 pounds a month for like a year and a half or no, maybe like nine months. I put on like 90 pounds in less than a year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I did. I, I, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gained, yeah. I remember my first semester of college, I gained, I think, 45 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that was like, I like leveled out there. Uh-huh, yeah. It was funny. And then I like lost weight the next year. But I was fat for like a few months and then kind of just sprained my ankles a lot. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then I just sort of c- kind of got tired of being fat. I feel like 
if you just get tired of being fat, you'll stop. You know, but it's so nice to be fat. And Big to fat's eat awesome, all dude. Day. Big you fat's eat all fucking day. awesome. I, uh, man, I've been eating thousand calorie breakfast every day. Mm-hmm. It's uh, HEB sells this yogurt that it's like a dairy free, like almond and coconut based protein yogurt. Uh huh. So it's like they sell it in these tubs, and it's four servings per tub, but. Mm-hmm. Each serving, you get like twelve grams of protein or something like that. Sure, not that, not that much. Not crazy, know? yeah, not crazy. Yeah, but if you eat a whole tub, you get like forty-eight grams of protein. Uh huh. And you get a fucking free eight hundred and fifty calories. <laughs> That's and awesome. then I'll pour some cereal in there and I'll eat a banana with it. I go, hey, it's a thousand calories right there. Then doesn't matter what I have for lunch. Well, I can skip lunch if I want to. The you know. the protein smoothies that I make that I really like to make, um, it's the it's two scoops of the protein I have, which is like three hundred fifty calories right there. It's like not the low cal, it's not the high cal, like meal replacements, like somewhere in the middle. And then I do two cups of oat milk, which is like one eighty. And then I do uh typically like two bananas, um, and then uh like a tablespoon of peanut butter. And I was drinking these like a lot. And I was like, this is fucking healthy. <laughs> like when you go to Smoothie King and you get the like Nutella peanut butter smoothie and you're like, dude, I want to get a six pack when I go home. <laughs> like I'm going to be fucking ripped. And I was just like doing the math one day. I was like, dude, this is an 1100 calorie fat fuck treat. This is not. It is like I am getting like 60 grams of protein in this with everything like my the powder, what little is in the peanut butter and blah, 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 blah. But I don't want to. We're not. This isn't like lean protein anymore <laughs> this is like i'm just having a milkshake that also has a lot of protein in it that's the best kind of treat i agree is. i agree you go oh so i'm a bad person now for caring about my health yeah <laughs> but you okay. just drink a chocolate milkshake basically yeah 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 it's uh i love uh i love um what's it called it's smoothie king yeah uh the hulk you ever get that one mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my my go to there, and I, I only go there every few months, if that. But I got the f- biggest size they had one time, and it's like a it was like a it's like a forty eight ounce jug, isn't it? Like a yeah. forty two or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I paid like twelve dollars yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just drank all of it in my car, <laughs> dude. I used to do the and same. I don't shit. even think I went to the gym, and it was like. <laughs> It was like it was probably like fifteen hundred Cal- calories. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like eighty grams of protein, but like my body can't absorb that. Yeah, much you shit time. out like I think anything <clears throat> over seventy. Yeah, you just yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of looking after myself a little better now. Mm-hmm. I think I might go to Wendy's mm-hmm. um, and get some more protein in there. We used to do well. I I say we. My roommates would get really fucking pissed at me. Um, but uh, I I was on this medicine for bipolar disorder called Depakote, and it uh, made my hair fall out and it made me get really fat and it made uh, nothing uh, in my body worked good. I um, uh, but it did make me completely emotionless for like eight months, which I guess is cool. Like you just you wake up and you go hmm nourishment, and then you like eat like a fucking kind bar, and then like five hours go by, you don't remember anything, and you go nourishment. And then you have a fucking like Taco Bell and you go, 
diarrhea. And then you go to the bathroom and then that's like your whole life on this shit. But anyway, um, I, my doctor, my shrink had told me that a big side effect that a lot of people get is like insatiable hunger. Because you have to start at a low dose. It's non-therapeutic. And then after a while, you work your way up. It's like lithium in that way. I don't know if you ever took lithium. I took that shit, too. It was yeah. terrible. Um, anyway, <clears throat> uh, a meal that I really got into. I was unemployed. I like, couldn't hold down a job at the time. I was just like f- like just like com- like just going nuts like and quitting jobs or getting fired like basically every two months. And uh, I discovered the power of ordering food on a credit card that I have no intention of paying back. And so what I would get is I would go <clears throat> to this local pizza place on Favor or Uber Eats, I don't remember, and I would get an extra large meat lover's calzone and 12 extra spicy chicken wings. And I would eat that three to four times a week. Uh, and my roommates called it the villain's meal. And we all called it that. Uh, it was like a term that we used for it. And the reason they call it that is because before it, I would drink like four mad dogs. And I get real angry and pissed off. And I also at this time, I was really hugely fat already. Um, and I'd be like, I'm hungry. I was just like, they like were roommate. I would, they were roommates with the guy from Dune. That was like me. <laughs> the fucking, like <laughs> I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just like really ruthlessly like mean to everybody and like never had, I, I didn't have any money to pay bills, but I definitely had money to, for calzones and fucking pills. Anyway, um, and I would eat all of this in one sitting and I'd eat it in like 10 minutes. And this is like, dude, like 6,000 calories worth of food. Cause the calzone was huge and it was like extra, like meat lovers, like stuffed with fucking like sausage. It was fucking delicious. And then I would eat 12 wings. I wouldn't eat them separately. I would eat them at the same time. And then I would go throw up like all of it (laughs) because the medicine also made it hard for me to keep down food. So that's one of the reasons I would eat all the time. And, uh, they, the roommates grew to, like, really fucking despise it because I would d- eat all of that shit, and they would know that I would have to go throw up. So they would be like, okay, well, just make sure you clean up, like, the bathroom after you puke. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you guys can deal with that shit. Um, but, yeah, the fucking... <clears throat> the medicine made me eat a bunch, which... But I was also still doing blow, so I just... Nice. I was, yeah. <laughs> uh, Good I w- combination of things. Yeah, 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 for, for sure. sure. So I was... I was doing a hell of a lot of fucking cocaine and then eating like seven, eating just food, 6,700 calories a day. Alcohol, probably another five. So I'm topping 10 a day. Easy. I'm drunk every day. And I Michael would, Phelps. Yes. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. I was probably burning, dude, honestly, I was burning a lot. I was probably burning like 150 calories a day. <laughs> so Got to be careful with that type of fitness. <laughs> I would go to my shrink and I would be like, the medicine's not working. I can't figure out how to fucking, every, every day's a fucking saint, okay? Every day's a fucking saint and I'm scared and I don't want to be here. And the therapist would go, okay, let's, you know, um, how much have you had to drink today? And I'm like, I haven't drinking since I got here. <laughs> I was drinking in the parking lot. Okay, you still doing the drugs with the uh, Depakote and the... Uh, Seroquel and so on. Yeah, I did cocaine on my, on my bus. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, maybe stop that and see if the medicine works. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, it, when a doctor tells you, like, the solution to your problem and you're like, I can't. <laughs> like, that's just not on the menu for today. You know what I mean? Like, hey, just maybe stop smoking two packs a day. What if I kept doing it? You know? What if I just kept yeah. going hard as hell? 
What if I said baller is shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. about that, doctor yeah. science? Yeah, everything. Oh, you got a PhD in neuroscience and psychology? Dude, have you ever fucking, have you ever heard of smoking 40 cigarettes and doing an eight ball of cocaine in one night with your friends? And getting What'd def- you get your th- fucking therapist degree in, being a bitch to me? Being a fucking loser nerd that's never had a good-ass time, never gotten into a fi- Oh, yeah, never, probably never even freaking had sex before. Never got into a fist fight with your best friends? <laughs> You never well, just I bet you pay your rent every month, you high and mighty yeah, little bitch. I bet you don't have to fucking ask people for money to pay your bills, do you? You fucking loser. Oh, is that your G wagon you... out there? Uh, I bet you pay that on time every month because you have two PhDs <laughs> and you're a doctor. You're a doctor also. A D. Oh, it says you're a DR. What? What does DR stand Doctor retard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does that stand for? Doofus Rufus, <laughs> Doctor Pepper. <laughs> Just you're you're completely obliterated. <laughs> yeah, what is, where did you get your PhD from? Uh, Harvard? Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, yeah, I got my MD from Johns Hopkins. Oh yeah, John Johnny Penis School. Fucking Johnny Cock, Johnny Cochran. <laughs> That's where. Oh, you got it. At LSU was that losing something under your bed? <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm glad you read a thousand books and you make 200 grand in a year prescribing Zoloft to me. Have you ever uh, fucking done Vicodin and watched cartoons by yourself? No. <laughs> you have Probably that. not. Probably not because you fucking have priorities. <laughs> you have your life in order. Yeah. I feel like... I want to know... Well, yeah, I guess it's just steroids. Because, like, I'm, you know, like, how do guys... How do, like, Hollywood guys at party, like, stay like that? You know what I mean? Like, just stay kind of always fucking... But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just like, Winstrol and shit. Yeah, and also, like, good genetics. Yeah, good yeah. genetics. I remember reading, like... I remember thinking, like... Oh, like, how do they do it? Like, how do they stay like this year-round? You know? And it's like, oh, their only job in between movies is, like, the production company for the movie, like, pays them to work out six hours a day. Like, dude, if I was getting paid, like, 200 grand over the course of, like, six months to, like get abs dude forget about it. you know what i mean like the, re- yeah, the yeah. reason that it sucks is because i pay to do it and i don't like it like i mean it makes me feel good mentally i guess and like it is good for my physical and mental well-being but like it's gay to do it it's awesome. like if you just like if they just gave you like the best trainer in the world and they're like hey this guy will show you what to do just do this yeah they yeah like a chef comes to your house and shit like whenever the fucking i would be pissed off i'd say I'm going to do this shit my way in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to blow say, up. Bo- they'd, all say, <laughs> they'd say, dude, you're going to be in a movie. Please don't just deadlift as much as you can every day until your back doesn't work at all. And I would say, fuck you. I'm going to work out next to my truck that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> How about that? I'm going to deadlift. You can take your $200 million and shove it up your big fat ass. I'm going to be Dr. Dr. Iron Man in the fucking movie. And they're going to say, that isn't. What movie do you think that you are training for? You are going to be an extra. You are not getting paid to work out. You're playing Robert you get, Downey Jr.'s brother who has AIDS. We don't need you to put on muscle. We actually we do not need you on Trinbolone for this. We discourage it. If you gain 30 pounds of muscle, you cannot play a 14-year-old boy in this high school musical reboot. It doesn't make sense. You're the younger brother. You're the younger brother. (laughs) 
You get like I'm going. Well, it's too late because I'm already fucking going bald for my cycle because I don't fucking understand the papers you guys send me. Okay. So now I'm supposed to work out in my backyard like a baby? It'd be so funny if, like, me and you fucking, yeah, you know, best case scenario or whatever. Not best case scenario. I don't know if I want to be in the movies, but, yeah, you get cast in something or whatever because the show, like, you know, years down the road. And that is best case scenario is we're fucking millionaires yeah, and awesome actors. Yeah, that is best probably case, best case yeah. scenario for our lives. Yeah, yeah. I was now, trying to I was trying to be case humble scenario, about it, you know? Worst case scenario, we both end up fucking dead, like, soon. <laughs> That's also a possibility. <laughs> Um. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about, dude? That's best case scenario. That's what are you? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna go fucking work at NASA. I don't know about I, you. Yeah, Come I was gonna, now. I was gonna do SEO marketing for a hundred more years. I fucking guess. <laughs> yeah, worst case scenario, we both die like in a year. <laughs> like now. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. No, I, I said no. You're upset, right? I was trying to play it <laughs> off like I didn't have dreams or anything. I no, no, I do. That would be cool. But it'd be very funny to, like, you get, like, you know, fucking, he has to play, like, a heroin addict, and they're like, all right, um, and they give you the money up front, too, like, all right, yeah, you know, you got your agent, so after your agent's fees, uh, we're gonna do an ACH transfer, it's about a million, too, you're gonna wanna pay taxes on that, and that'll probably leave you with about 900k. So, as for the role, though, um, so you and Jake are, uh, brothers, uh, and you run heroin, you get, uh, hooked on heroin, this is set in the 70s, so we need you, like, what are you, buck 80, buck 90? We need you like a buck 30. So a lot of running. Keep those calories down to 1,000. Remember, you're a heroin addict in 1979, okay? Like six months go by, and you show up, and you're like 280 lean. <laughs> just huge. Like you're purple. You're like Rich Piana. <laughs> just like just all delts and traps, and you're just like purple. Like every vein in your body is like fucking. Yeah, I can, I can only wear jeans, and I wear them like shorts. <laughs> Yeah, you're for some reason you're like nine inches taller too. You got the bone breaking <laughs> surgery as well, like the fucking. Yeah, the, I'm seven feet tall. <laughs> what did you guys? Yeah, it's uh, like we're gonna talk about. <laughs> it's one of the safety brothers. Like, fucked. Yeah, yeah, just completely like. Just, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm here to play my part. Listen, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like, my neck got long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got neck longing surgery. You wore the shit that the African ladies wear, the fucking <laughs> rings, just for what, for no reason. Just I got neck longing surgery. I wore the things that the ladies wear when they put what the metal around their neck. They're they're trying to choke me. They're like, you mean neck lengthening? No, neck longing. <laughs> neck longing surgery is different. <laughs> That's why they make it long instead of lengthening it. <laughs> you get the straight to long. <laughs> it's like uh, you get you show up, you know, in your trailer, fucking Paul Thomas Anderson or whatever, and knocks on the door. Uh, you answer like your your head is like scraping the roof of the trailer, buddy. I said one twenty. What is this? You're like, oh, I figured we could redo it to where I'm God. <laughs> we could make the. Yeah, don't don't worry. I had all my teeth removed so my weight would go down. I figure we could redo the movie where Jake's a heroin addict and I'm some sort of evil monster that he <laughs> that he meets. He has to defeat me. I'm the heroin monster. <laughs> it's like it's like a metaphor, really. Like he is addicted to heroin, but he also has to fight me. I also brought my own prosthetic penis to use for any nude scenes where it's huge. <laughs> As my penis has not grown, I've been joking. This whole time, it has not grown. Much. Listen, man, we went after you guys because you both kind of have like a, 
like a fucking seventies, like a young idiot thing about you. And to be and and you just fuck it up. You fuck it up by putting on three hundred pounds of muscle and becoming eleven inches taller somehow. And you got neck longing surgery. I, well, you want me to get eleven inches shorter? That'd be the size of a size of a puppy dog. <laughs> You're like seven. Oh, two. you want me to be? Oh my god. Oh yeah. You want me to be two feet tall, like an ant, or like a spider dog? <laughs> Hey, listen, why can't you be more like Jake? He he didn't do any of this goofy shit. I just walk up to the trailer and I'm just, I've completely tattooed my body brown. <laughs> like a deep, dark break from head to toe. Like just complete tattooed brown face, but like every part of my body. Oh, I f- oh. <laughs> hey, Jake, you look good. Hey, I figured we could change it up. You know, I heard Thomas became seven foot two and 420 pounds of solid muscle with no teeth. I figure I could be the same guy I was going to be. But from like the Dominican Republic, you know, like a Dominican Republic heroin addict or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or you could be a turd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thomas is a heroin monster. I'm poop. <laughs> that's the new. Yeah, that's the I new, like that. That's the new movie. Poop monster, heroin monster. Listen. The heroin monster keeps the poop monster from coming out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's 100% correct. It does. And listen, Paul, I know you've made some of the best movies in the world. So just trust us on this. Instead of two guys selling heroin, and then, and then Thomas gets addicted to it, it's about our life in, you know, like, late 70s, early 80s New York struggling with the AIDS crisis and heroin epidemic. What if, instead, heroin monster and a big piece of poop <laughs> just walk around for two and a half hours, very little plot, um, and uh, I get, mm, I don't know. I get like like I get eaten by a lizard or something at the end, and that's the whole movie. You know what I mean? I like that idea, Jake. Thank you, thank you, buddy. Hey, I think I think maybe you should get neck longing surgery though. Honestly, you, so you can be a longer poop. Honestly, you look great, man. You look you are thank you. you are, I feel my best. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm 19 and I'm only 24. <laughs> it's just like Paul Thomas Anderson storming off back to the writers' room. Yeah, I, I think my I think my wrist got skinnier though. We need bigger wrist surgery. Thomas, we got everything we ever wanted, and I think Paul's really happy with the script changes that me and you are both suggesting. I think he likes my new voice. I think he likes that I sound like a calm Fat Albert. <laughs> He's in the writer room. He's like, fucking Thomas is seven foot two, and he's like 500 pounds, solid muscle. All of his teeth are gone. He got something called neck longing surgery. And then I, I, I thought the other guy was way more even killed. Way more even killed. Seemed like a normal guy. Tattooed completely brown. Says he doesn't want to be a heroin addict. Says he wants to be poop. Wait, you're saying he wants to be excrement? Yeah, he wants to be poop, and Thomas wants to be something called a heroin monster. And now I have to rewrite this script from the ground up, guys. No. Yeah. A24 is already signed off to make this movie. It was going to be called Dope Brothers. And now we have to call it Heroin Monster and a Big Piece of Poop. <laughs> well, we have to make the movie now. We do. And uh, and you know what? We can't find two other guys to make a, the same movie <laughs> we can't with. Find we need to write a new script. Two guys with long hair with like, like 1978 Texas phenotypes. We can't. Where are we going to find two rich guys? Two, two white guys, I mean. <laughs> Who want to do comedy? <laughs> Where are we going to find two abrasively crass white men in their 20s who want to be in the movies and do stand-up? 
<laughs> we can't. I listen. I'm in L.A. I've never seen anything like like that. Like those those guys in my life. You know what am I? I don't know. You guys are gonna be hard pressed to find guys like that. Anyway, I'm a hundred percent on board, Thomas and uh, and Paul with uh, yeah. heroin monster and piece of poop. Uh, I've been writing a little movie lately. Uh, it's called us. Uh, it's called. Uh, it's called Soul Dome. Charles Barkley, thank you for joining us. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we don't get former athletes uh, pitching stuff to Amazon, so uh, it's nice to see yeah. you. Um, so tell us about Soul Dome, Charles. Uh thing about Soul Dome is uh, a lot of people don't know how much soul could be in a dome. <laughs> and it's about one that's got a whole lot of it. I'm not going to lie. I like it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Charles. Uh, I really honestly, possibly because I'm a racist, uh, thought that maybe this would be oh, like a soul Christ. plane thing, but like a biodome meets soul plane, like a bunch of black people living under a type of, you know, like snow globe type dome, maybe over a place where you live. Uh, and you guys get into all sorts of antics that you guys get into, you know, like um, car stereos and, you know. Oh, hell no. <laughs> So you're wait. So you're saying the movie is just filling a dome. Basically, with it's uh, with it is it, it. What it comes down to is, it's where we every time a, a, a white woman dies, mm-hmm. her soul goes into the dome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> and they fight in there, and we bet on it. Okay, so you the spirits fight. You have a in the movie. You have a dome. That exists, I guess, outside of our place in space time, where white women's souls go to fight. It's an uh, it's an old uh, Ranger Stadium <laughs> in Arlington, Texas. Okay, so it's the old Ranger Stadium. It's a Choctaw Stadium now, mm. and the Rangers moved across the street. So at this stadium, I don't know what they use this stadium for other than the Soul Dome. <laughs> so uh, in the Soul Dome. In Arlington, every time a white woman dies, her soul is sent to this dome where she has to fight to, I guess, spirit death, like nothingness. Um, I never thought about it, but we bet on it. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the idea of, like, like you get in the door because you are famous already. (laughs) They're like, fuck it, we'll let hear what Charles Barkley says. I love him on SportsCenter. He's... Great commentator, funny guy, you know. What if a lot of white women's spirits were fighting <laughs> in a dome, and we and we put money down just to see what would happen? Charles, what's what kind of money are you looking for this movie? Well, for this movie, we were thinking something along the lines of twenty-five domes, <laughs> dome coins. Which is you, a sort of it's sort of like one twenty fifth of a sort a sort of a <laughs> well like a one dome coin is like one twenty fifth of a soul coin. I, I really I really hate derailing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hate derailing shit. But I fucking I fucking dude I get behind the worst shit out here. I I'm keeping it a bill with you. Three years in, nothing pisses me off than when you're doing a fucking bit and a part of the currency 
see in this world, in the world of the thing, is just the bit, but you put coin by it. Lick coin, fucking, I can't, just drives me fucking nuts. You can't, you don't like soul coin? <laughs> no, you said dome coin, piece of shit. Dome coin, no, a dome coin is 125th of a soul coin. Fucking yeah, alright. You're worried about, you're worried about dome coins, I'm worried about soul coins. Pennies and dollars. I don't know why, but it fucking. Whenever I feel like you start to do it, I'll, and I can see you'll be like, and a dome uh, coin is like four pennies. If a that is, if a soul coin was a dollar, <laughs> my blood pressure spikes when you're doing one of these, and you say something akin to like something to the effect of, "Oh, you know, a lizard's tongue is worth," and then I immediately it goes to like one forty over like ninety five, and I'm like. Two lizard coins. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> me fucking. I <laughs> just because it's like because because like you could go anywhere. We could go anywhere. We build these worlds that we inhabit. We build them of our own minds, and that's the show. And then fucking you just you're like yeah. I you gotta. I want a. I want a dome worth twenty five dome coins. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we've got Charles Barkley pitching a show where white women die and then they go to a dome to fight again to the death. That's so there. That's all the way to the bank. And you're like, but you got to give me dome coins. <laughs> well, so I was explaining the currency to you. So a dome coin is worth one twenty fifth of a soul coin. I am asking for five soul coins. Which is like 125 dumb coins That's if you have them. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact, I'm asking for 125 dumb coins. <laughs> the, the it, pans, it pans over Shaq. He ain't got no dumb coins. He ain't got no damn dumb coin. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> he broke. <laughs> he broke. <laughs> Director, sir, he broke. He don't have no damn donor so <laughs> You know, you know damn well I got so. <laughs> you know that shit, Diesel. You know damn well I got. I got ten soul coin in the back of my pocket. <laughs> it's it's like Wes Anderson. He's like, fellas, I soul coins. I'm not following and dome coins. I'm not. It's not. You know, I just had a fella in here, a long-haired uh, white fella who came in here and pitched me something similar about lick coins and phones not too long ago. A few months, uh, it was something about the lick phone and the lick coin, um, and you had to lick the phone a thousand times to charge it. To charge, well, you had to lick the phone a hundred thousand times to charge it. You could lick the phone you're still, one thousand times. You haven't times left the building. <laughs> you're still, <laughs> you're still there, like in the doorway. You're like, actually, Wes, it was. Uh, you have to lick it a hundred thousand. Actually, Wes, it was so it was one thousand licks for to give one percent of the phone, or you could do a hundred thousand licks for a free full charge, or it had an instant charger, which in ten seconds would fully charge the phone. <laughs> And as I explained, there's a currency that you, I won't get into it, but there's a currency where every time you lick the phone, you slowly earn phone money. <laughs> but we don't have to talk about that since our co-host here thinks it's stupid that I have ingenious ways of making money in my head. No, I don't. I don't think it's not stupid. It's very funny. I The, thing, the closest thing I could get it to is the voice that I do that grates you so. But it's like it's very funny. It's just like, like I, it's like it's like when we're doing this, 
doing the show and it gets to one of the coin things, I don't know where to go anymore. I lose. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I explain it to you quite simply. There's no joke involved. It's simply uh, a lot of times there's a hole in my brain. And <laughs> basically, sometimes I get to one of the holes in there. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Shaq, you know, these holes down south in the brain, they're different than the holes up north. You got it down. Listen. All right, I'm sorry, guys. I I wasn't wasn't being fair to the to the coins, admittedly. Um, I got I do I lied. I like the coins. In fact, I have 500 dome coins in my boot. <laughs> I'll I'll offer you 500 dome coins for the rights to the movie if you'll accept it. You think dome coins are your ally? I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Our> brave <laughs> for Batman. Just now in dome coins. <laughs> One dome coin is worth two dome coins, and two dome coins is worth two. <laughs> two Gotham coin must be saved. <laughs> to the, to take Bane coin to the moon. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Bane's. I was wondering which would break first: your spirit or your Bane coins. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, dude! I fucking yeah. I mean, it's all the. It's <laughs> I'm loving the idea of people checking this out after listening to this chop. Oh yeah, no, that's gonna be so awesome, dude. People are like, yeah, these these two guys, they're from Texas. They know about the Texas stuff. Let me tune in and see what they have to say about the Eagle Pass situation and then it's just me and you being like what if the guy from true detective wasn't mystical he was just like just boring and was like yeah I, I, what if he was foghorn leghorn <laughs> oh oh I, it seems i don't kidnap this here minor oops everybody and my father is my uncle and my mama is my sister and because of that, I, in order to satisfy uh, the deep blackness within my spirit, must eat children. Out in the woods, molesting my mom, and it's fun. My dad's in a shed, and his mouth is shut, shut, shut. Oh, I tied up my dad. Oh, I tied up my dad. Did you see the the guy uh, that chopped his dad's head off uh, to declare war against Biden? It just happened, like, right before we started the show. I watched the video. Oh. It was not great. Uh, no, in fact, I know nothing about it. Yeah, um, literally right before we got on together, um, my buddy Cameron, mm -hmm. shout out to my buddy Cameron, he was like, oh, this guy uh, on YouTube uh, declares war on President Biden and on the U.S. Um, to fight against the woke mafia, the leftist woke mafia. I watched the video, super not good, don't go looking for it, um, it doesn't show him cutting off his dad's head, the video opens up, and it's like one of those, like, politics YouTubers, but it's just clearly like the, like his laptop camera, and he's like, for far too long, the woke leftist mob has destroyed our precious cities, and has taken what it means to be a western citizen in a beautiful, powerful Christian country, my father reaches, he reaches over, I'm pausing, he reaches over to the right. I didn't know what he was going to grab. I thought maybe, like, a gun. These guys like to show their guns. My father is a federal... We're back now. My father's a federal employee, and he worked for this regime. Reaches to the right, and then he pulls out his dad's head. Uh, recently cut off, still bleeding. Um, eyes are all fucked up and mouth agape in terror, you know? 
And um, and the rest of the video is him being like, I declare war uh, on wokeness and on leftism and on uh, President Biden. Um, you know how much you got to hate gay guys to cut your dad's fucking head off, dude? <laughs> like, you got to like there's homophobia. And then there's like, I'm going to cut my dad's head off. That's much I hate immigrants. You know what I mean? Like I got, I can't, yeah, I can't stand it. I've never even considered the idea of cutting my dad's N- head off. I, I, not cutting his head off. I, th- I, you know, maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, but yeah, I never, maybe like, maybe like a little stab or something. Yeah. Never cutting his head off. That's fucking barbaric. Yeah. No, that's like you gotta like. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, he was like. That's a lot of work. Also, he didn't open up with the head on the desk. It, he looked. He looked just like one of those Matt Walsh ripoff guys. Kind of very pale and angular. You know, very like. Mm. The world used to you, we used to have batting cages and now we have fucking wrapping pages. And then he just fuck he does the stupid shit that, that we do. We used to have we used to have a country and now we have a freaking rap music video. Here's my dad's fucking head and then just shows it to like his fucking MacBook camera and it's he's got it wrapped in Saran wrap and all the like I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to spoil your your night, but it's pretty fucked up. Dude it's been on YouTube for like seven hours. They haven't taken it off. They'll take you off YouTube if you say pussy too many times. There's just a guy with his dad's fucking whole ass head cut off, and he's like, I'm going to save Seattle. I cut my dad's fucking head off. Um, anyway, Cameron, fuck you for sending yeah. me that video. You know I can't resist shit like that. Uh, you know that I. you can't send me. He sent me, and he was like, trigger warning, this guy cut his dad's head off. Listen, to a guy like me, I don't want to watch it, but you know I'm going to click on it. That's just that's just the way I roll. I've been that way my whole life. So, you know, fuck you, Cameron. You know, yeah. I can't resist a, uh, seeing something that's going to fuck my night up. Anyway, if you guys want to see a guy's uh, head cut off, it's probably... St- yeah, I actually uh, looked into it. It turns out other guys have also killed their fathers. Yeah, it happens a so, lot. Um, turns out that's a big... Uh, big percentage. One of my favorite replies to the video. Happens. Well, not the video, but um, it was a news article, and then somebody had linked the YouTube video that was still up. Reply to the OG news article was a bunch of checkmark, uh, you know, like checkmark conservative, like anti-woke guys or whatever, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. And they were like, hmm, seems staged. Seems like the deep state is trying to divide us again. The guy cut his dad's head off. What? I don't understand. Yeah, this probably didn't happen. No, dudes, people cut people's heads off here. Like, it's not as common as maybe in like fucking Tanzania. I don't fucking know. Saudi Arabia, they cut people's heads off. But people, you know, they go nuts and then they they cut people up and you know whatever. Yeah, happens a uh-huh. lot. Yeah, it's not uncommon. And I know I recently watched True Detective season one, so I kind of consider myself a uh, bit of a detective myself. You're not detecting anything. The the crime has been solved. I, He's in jail. He not he didn't get away with it. He YouTubed himself. Right, but I figured it out pretty quick. What the detective? I figured it out pretty quickly that the guy d- probably did it as soon as you told me the whole story. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the video sounds like hard evidence to me. Yeah, dude, honestly, you could... They should check the head for fingerprints. You could have a serious career in law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, uh... Don't, don't... Uh, there's no need to joke about law enforcement. They do a lot of good stuff. Mm. Um, I'm just kidding. They smoke. Like, sucking my dick. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Fuck 12. Fuck 12. A-cab, motherfucker. Fuck 12, dude. Um, fuck those cops. Fuck police officers. Uh, <laughs> fuck the fire department. Yeah, fuck the fucking... 
Fuck registered nurses. Fuck Actually, paramedics. I kind of think I might mean that shit. I don't know what. I'm not every registered nurse, but I just I think I have like a a twenty percent success rate of like interacting with a nurse and enjoying that. They're almost always really annoying, and they have more gum than teeth. And, and that I envy that. What? You want to have? The, I wish I had. I wish I had more gums. You want to have the fucked up with, like, gum to teeth ratio, like the fucking? No, I just wish I had more gums left than I. Oh yeah, mine are completely received. Mine are, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you're right. You're, <laughs> like what? Hey, I'm like I'd rather have fucked up looking ratio. Thomas, brilliant idea. I fucking love where your head's at. All of the girls who have um, like um, engaged uh, uh, like Texas A and M registered nurse gums. Okay. They can donate their gums to guys like you and me who smoked too many cigarettes and drank too much and fucking did whatever the fuck that or bad genes too that led us to have gum recession, so we can have normal ass gums, and then they can have we can meet in the middle. You won't look like a fucking cryptid, and then I will get right. to keep my teeth a little longer. You know, uh, everybody yeah, wins. I like that idea. You won't look when you take your engagement photos and you smile. It won't look like you're a creature that lives fucking. Beyond time, and you're older than Jesus type deal. I can't stand it, dude. I know that I'm being mean, but that I though I'm not kidding. Zero percent success rate in interacting with those people. Zero, none. Yeah. I can't. There. It doesn't help that they're always very rude. It doesn't help that they're never just chill. A girl that's like, hi, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, get the fuck out of here. They're never just fucking like. You know, they're always, we got to make a fucking hassle out of this. Everything. Coffee, sicknesses, getting married. Congratulations. Your husband works for John Deere. (laughs) That's awesome. I wish I could work for John Deere. And then I could have a jacket that said John Deere on it. That's my thoughts on the Dude, the McCoy's headquarters is like right by my house. I didn't didn't know that until I drove past it the other day. And I probably drove past it like a hundred times. Yeah, the fucking, you know what McCoy's, a tractor? The fucking yeah. farm, yeah, it's right by my house. Which makes sense. There's a bunch of fucking ranches out here, but yeah, um, he's a real McCoy. Yeah, I fucking guess so, dude. Him. If you're listening to this shit, that means that you are listening to the free episode of Pendejo Time. And if you thought this was great, if you like Foghorn Leghorn Detective, if you like fucking Charles Barkley Soul Dumb, if you like Soul Coin, if you like, if you if you like fucking Dome Coin, if you like. Shaq, he don't got no damn don't. If you, th- if you thought that was good, um, then head on over to patreon.com slash pendejo time. Tell them what they get, Thomas. Uh, for $5 a month, you get an extra audio episode every week. That's for a month. And uh, also access to our exclusive Discord, which is very active. Channels for any interests that you have um, that are legal mm-hmm. you know, and normal. Mm-hmm. Or slightly weird. Yeah, um, that's kind of a <laughs> that's a bad lead in when yeah. you're like, we've got a Discord yeah. and you can talk about anything in there, and we have something for every interest because Discord yeah. sucks. Well, really bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're please don't if you're a pedophile, please don't come. You on like Discord. pictures of um, Hitler with cat ears and a cat's tail? <laughs> yeah, not the Discord for you. But um, yeah, and uh, check us out on Instagram and uh, on Twitter. Oh, and. Ten dollars a there month you gets you a video episode every month, and we recently put out a free video episode on our YouTube. Check that out. So check that out if you like it. We got a big backlog of video episodes on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to give you a wrong number, but we've been doing them for like a year or two, mm-hmm. so uh, we've got a lot. Yeah, they're they're awesome. And um, 
but anyway, um, thank you. If you're just now checking out the show, uh, earnestly, thank you for checking us out. This isn't your cup of tea. That's okay. If it is, welcome aboard. Um, if this isn't your cup of tea and you just listen to it for an hour and seven minutes, that's kind of cool. I respect yeah, it. Yeah. You're just like, fuck these I'll guys. I'll wait to see they if don't something good happens. Yeah, no. Uh, but, um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, and if you have been listening since the beginning or whether you've only been around for a few weeks or whatever, thanks for coming along for the ride, Holmes. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. We're just two just two white white boys making it happen. Two white boys making it happen um, and fucking shooting for the fucking moon. And if you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah. If you don't like it, you fucking stupid ass bitch. Yep, that's right. right. Adios. <laughs>